0: Episode 55 of the Never Ending Glory Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Grilly, and the NEG podcast team is in full Voltrons tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Burris and both the brothers Zustin are here with me to talk Super Bowl 51. And all of New England is buzzing yet again in February as my New England Patriots are headed to their ninth Super Bowl in team history, and it's the seventh in the Brady and Belichick era, and they are looking for their fifth Super Bowl ring together. So, gentlemen. I will preemptively answer the question that is on the tip of your tongues. No, it never gets old going to the Super Bowl.
1: We wouldn't know, um, but I will say this this can't be an hour long deflate gate talk. Uh, I can't deal with it anymore. The, the nation can't stand it. Please stop bringing it up, Boston media. It, this is not another slap in the face situation, but we got a lot to talk about, and you're not going to hear me bring it up anymore because I don't want to hear your fucking takes. As lo- whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that's. that's I've been holding this, on this one. I've been holding that in for I'm all week,
0: fired. all week. I I, lo- I love his point there, Gurley. Let's not talk about Explicit. it. Explicit talking about it, the, right? It, right. It. Just don't talk about it. Well, I'll put it this way: if the Patriots win to win on Sunday, that puts the nail in the coffin to Deflate Gate. The story is over. The perfect ending to that story is written. As as Roger Goodell hands over the Vince Lombardi Trophy to Bob Kraft today at the um, at this at the uh, press conference that that uh, Goodell held in Houston, both Bob and Jonathan Kraft are sitting front front row center. So, you know, I will say this: the Crafts are acting a, a little bit petty throughout this whole process, um, especially kind of just trying to make Roger feel as awkward as possible, make sure all eyes are on them, uh, but. Like I said, I mean, either way, the the nail will be in the coffin after this week. I, I think that as non-Patriots fans, and for those that are anti-Roger Goodell, and also for those who don't want to hear any more about Deflategate, you have to cheer for the Patriots here because the the Patriot loyal will have absolutely nothing to bitch about. For, uh, you know, moving forward, that hey, Mark, and, and we don't got to do nothing. And by I got to do nothing. Barry. I don't like that. We got to root for the Patriots. <laughs> got to do one. nothing. And but two, that's died. just for Patriots fans. They live in a tunnel, dude. It still happened. He still Brady still broke his telephone like the day after it all happened. So I mean, come on now, Shady's shady. Yeah, <laughs> listen, if you had Sadie news of Jazelle Punchin. Co- the, the most popular uh, supermodel in the world. I'm not handing that over to the NFL. I'm not you don't have to hand NFL. it over. Just put yes, that thing do. in a set yes. yes. and be like, dude, you can't look at it. That's yeah. all you oh, got to okay. do. Okay. So I don't even to talk about this. You guys buried the lead. The because 55 the we should be so... talking about is Kenny Powers. Oh. We got to dedicate this episode to Kenny Powers. You talking about deflated balls and shit. Come on! I thought this is the Super Bowl. You better come. You better come. Correct. Let's get Burnham it on. trying to tell him. Monday it night up. money. I, I don't Monday want to bring night it up. money. And he's trying wanted- to tell me where I got to put my money. Okay, well, you're, you're it ain't never your going to work, Steelers. How'd that work out for you? Maybe you should have listened to me. Fourth place and not only the regular season picks, but also the playoff picks. Mark, you stink. This, this is. Guy, I sucks. can't wait. I can't wait till we roll your ass up in a tortilla. I'm gonna smoke that tortilla when the old calves roll your ass. I hope it's round one, so I don't have to watch you any longer. Hey, you better hope LeBron James gets more playmakers because the best player in the world, he can't have he needs more playmakers around him. Cause he's a little bitch too. Sean and guess what? The Sean best player in the world in football has to pump and has to deflate the balls. So suck it. Sean- hey, Aaron Rodgers has to overinflate the ball, so suck it again. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna stick my balls. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so all right, 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 all right, all right. I'm, I'm, Sean, this so is the restaurant of balls me, are perfectly, right, are, perfectly at the really appropriate gr- PSI level.
1: Luke, this is exactly what I wanted to do. I, I grill this way. I take way too much lighter fluid, throw it all over the charcoals, and throw one match, and then up and smoke it goes. Exactly. How I want to start at the pot. Let's get into No, this. no.
0: Burris wants to talk about Tom House. Like, any of the listeners give oh, a I got shit takes. about Tom House.
1: I got takes. Well, I want to hear about Tom. Um,
0: Against your hot takes about Tom House, I'm hoping that our sponsor Buckeye Vodka will still be interested in us after um, this podcast because uh, shit's getting real, obviously, real quick here. Find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast on Facebook, Neverending Glory Podcast. Send us emails negpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to be getting the blog back here soon as we head into fantasy football uh, preseason. Uh, there is no off season in fantasy football, so check out our website negpodcast.com. Uh, there will be plenty of articles coming out. I will start working on those as we speak. I just released our top thirty fantasy football free agents with projected landing spots, so uh, check that out on Facebook and Twitter, and of course, mock draft our- on. I got to hit our mock drafts. We're going to have that out tomorrow, or Friday. Yes, we will. That will be round three, of the mo- or the uh, the third draft of the mock draft after the Senior Bowl, right, Sean? Yeah, we'll have uh, all the corrected picks, too. We'll have the order, uh, other than the Super Bowl, uh, lined out and, and kind of restated. It's not going to change things too much as far as which teams want what type of players and which players we have in order. But, uh, yeah, we'll get that updated post-Senior Bowl. The and my track- cult-like followers, don't worry, I'll be around when the combine starts. That's my forte, baby. That's where Monday Night Money locks in, baby. <laughs> so I thought your forte was playoff picks. Hey, that's where we unveil the 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 uh, O-line guru of the pod <laughs> network. <laughs> one one Ruffalo Phillip. <laughs> I'm going to call Rue. Roo. Rue's nickname is TM, Technique Master. So Technique <laughs> Master Rue is going to tell us about the hip slots. He's going to talk about the the footsteps, you know, the creep steps of the line. This is all stuff the Technique Master Uh, Rufello68 will be able to to give the pod. Riveting stuff. stuff. He learned after after watching David Vicune what not to fall in love with. Yeah, he learned his lesson there. It's riveting stuff, Luke, if you like to protect that franchise quarterback you got there. So don't forget that. Give some love to the old fatties down low. Serbians are going to love it. I I guarantee the Serbians are going to love hearing about the creep step, which I feel like Rue knows a lot about the creep step. (laughs) 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 No doubt. All right, so, so many levels. So, gentlemen, so, gentlemen, we have the AFC Championship Patriots going up against the NFC Champion Atlanta Falcons. Patriots finished the season 14-2, while the Falcons were 11-5. And, and I don't think the record really tells a story of the Falcons. They lost a couple early season games, but they have been on an absolute roll uh, throughout the latter half of the season. Obviously, absolutely dominating the the Green Bay Packers, and thankfully hitting me over in that game. Um, Sean, what is your takeaway, I guess, from the conference championship, mainly on the NFC side? I mean, nothing. Green Bay got lucky to get there because Dallas do not know what the hell they were doing. I think it, the, the two best teams in the NFC were Dallas and Atlanta. I think we said that heading into the playoffs. Uh, I think I felt that probably in week probably 12, truthfully, as long as Julio got healthy. Uh, and then played through the rest of the postseason. So I don't think you could take a lot away other than the fact that Green Bay had moments where they moved the ball that I suspect New England's going to be able to do a lot of the same things. They're going to formation them to death. They're going to motion them to death. They're going to really present problems for Atlanta. Atlanta, are they going to play zone? Are they going to play man? Um, And are they going to consistently be able to get pressure on the quarterback from someone other than Beasley? who I feel like they're going to find ways to neutralize, McDaniels and company. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I think Atlanta, are they going to be skittish? But they they have the talent to move the ball. They, you can still take away Julio and, and still get um, chunks with Shanahan in that offense. I just I don't know defensively if they're stout enough and if they're consistent enough offensively playing left-handed. So, Mark, what is your take on the NFC Championship? The NFC Championship? Yeah. I mean, Atlanta played great. Julio Jones is a monster right now. They got that dude doing some really nice stuff across the middle. Sean's right. They're going to go in motion. Well, well, Sean's talking about New England. Sean's right. New England's going to go in motion. I think Atlanta's going to motion a lot, too. I mean, they're spreading the ball out. They're, they got two stud running backs. The, the running backs and Julio Jones, right there, you have everything you need. Then the other guys just fall into place. I mean, Sanu was getting clean looks because they were trying to double down on Julio. And Sanu's still a solid player. Taylor Gabriel fits in great with him. But for me, Julio's a monster. He's reminded me of Larry Fitzgerald that one year in the playoffs where he took over. And then the running backs are excellent. Now, Luke, you're going to have to comment on how New England does against the run consistently because, I mean, we really haven't been able to see anything. Houston couldn't get the run game going, obviously. I don't know if that was New England type thing. Uh, Le'Veon Bell going down, whatever that was, that was totally crazy, and them getting investigated for that—that that was an outlier too. So you're going to have to tell us. Cheaters, you cheaters. might be, you might you might be they cheated us, the gamblers in Vegas, because they didn't give us true information on that, and then I didn't like that, so maybe I, yeah. I cut some slack on my pick there. But uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I cut some slack to myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I won't beat but myself up left. too much. Nevertheless, let's not get it twisted. Green Bay had some guys that maybe Mark could cover better. Like, they were so decimated by injuries. Like, it it was pretty bad. Jerry, I mean, walk through defensively how handcuffed they were. I don't even know who Mark is. It's Monday Night Money if you're taking notes at home, baby.
1: Well, before I was rudely interrupted by Monday Night Money, the the Packers just flat out ran out of gas. They ran out of bodies. They're they're pulling guys off the practice squad and moving them up to the varsity level. It's just not going to get it done in the playoffs. Let Um, the bodies hit the the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. little drowning pool, thank you. The, The Falcons are obviously an offensive monster going into this game and it showed julio Julio jones across the middle on the slants on drags he's a tough cover and i agree with mark was saying about the the motion um you're gonna see two teams that are going to line up guys in every different kind of uh, formation you can think of you mean tevin coleman is a guy you can line up anywhere slot x you can put him out in the um, um almost in the Uh, true exposition at the outside you can line up a a dot the eye tailback um same thing with with freeman these are positionless players they're they're more talented i think on offense than the patriots now the biggest rub against that is the defense and you know we're going to get into that but i think uh it was pretty evident from that nfc championship that this offense is meant to be in this game
0: well and i think that what we saw not only against the packers but we talked about this in the conference preview um Atlanta wide receivers are running free against Seattle, and Seattle's known as one of the better defenses in the league. So yeah. I think that goes to show you that, yes, the the, the Falcons' offense is uber talented. I, I'm, I'm petrified of that offense. Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman are probably the best one-two combination running back duo in the league. And, Mark, to your question about how the Patriots do against the run, I think that they'll be able to neutralize uh, Devontae Freeman. To a point, but I, I, I am pretty up, you know, scared about what Tevin Coleman to, can do because he's far more athletic, I think, than Freeman. Freeman's a great grinder between, between the tackles. Yes, he can kick it outside and he does have some breakaway speed. But I think Tevin Coleman might be the X factor here, much like Deion Lewis for the Patriots is the X factor on that offensive side of the ball.
1: Uh, Look, oh, oh I
0: mean, you really think Tevin Coleman is more athletic than Devontae Freeman? Because me, pers- me personally, when I watch them play, Devonte Freeman is highly athletic. He's the guy that can do everything. Tevin Coleman is more of a straight line runner. If I watch them, where they need to get him downhill, he doesn't have the lateral athleticism that Devonte Freeman has. Sean, I mean, you know this. I, I you watch agree. Him with all that. Year. Freeman, you can run more of the uh, oper- like plays. You can go sideways with him, and he, and he can kind of then turn it up and get vertical. I feel like Coleman has to be going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, a a little bit like Garrett Blunt, but obviously, you know, faster, um, but not as big, but as far as like needing to kind of get downhill versus if he gets side to side, starting him up versus Freeman is a lot more challenging. So even in the passing game, a lot of his stuff is on the run where Freeman can catch stuff, sit like sitting, squatting and on the move. So I I think Mm -hmm. there, there's nuances to to each of them, but they're, they're, it's kind of like they're thunder and thunder, um. Just because they they both have a lot of power, it's it's just a really unique combination. I just think that I guess my point was maybe athletic was the wrong word. Uh, I guess the, the top end speed of Tevin Coleman, which I I think you guys would all agree that is faster than Devontae Freeman, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's that. They're going to find a way to get Coleman in space, and I'm I think the Patriots might have a hard time keeping up with them. Now, you know, with that being said. They've been known to astonish me before, and if I go into a game thinking the game plan is X, the game plan ends up being Y. And, and I mean, in the end, they're not going to sh- – I don't – I have a very hard time saying the Patriots are going to shut down this offense, much like the Giants shut down the Patriots back in the 20, uh, 2007 Super Bowl. The the line is 58 points right now, I think, or something like that. It's something crazy. I I want to say – that is going to be a 30-something to 30-something game or, or a low 30s to a high 20s game. But, but it's just one of those games where I, I honestly cannot get a good feel for it because as we talked about in the Open, or maybe before the Open started, the the spread of three doesn't seem right. Um I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of rambling here. I apologize for that. But it's just I really do not have a good handle on this game. Eh, shut up. Uh, but <laughs> here's, here's, here's what I, here's what I here. say. I think the two weeks makes a big difference. I, th- I think if you look at Belichick and what he's going to be able to do to try and kind of limit them, I think they're going to they're going to kind of sit and, and keep a lot of stuff in front. I don't think they're going to let Julio get down the field how how is Atlanta going to adjust they're probably going to put Julio in motion put him in slot maybe on the inside receiver in a trips formation they're going to try and do some things that 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 he, they try and get him more isolated and then downfield but it, i think you're probably looking at like the first quarter flying by um you know maybe a score for each team but you know one of those being a field goal i think it gains some steam and then you get halftime and then it starts to turn into the clock and managing it and but both teams if they get a lead can't sit on that lead because of the elite offense that they're playing against so it it, it's interesting in that regard it's it's has the possibility of being fun but it also has the possibility of being a real cat and mouse from from a gamesmanship when you talk about Kyle Shanahan and some of the things that Belichick and his his defense will typically do. Yeah, if the Patriots have a 10-point lead or the Falcons have a 10-point lead, you really cannot feel good about that because both offenses can score points in the bunches very, very quickly. And I guess that kind of leads us into the next point. So Jerry felt that Atlanta has a better offense than the Patriots. I think that while Atlanta might have more talented players on offense, I still think that the fact that this Patriots team has been together for so long, the coaching staff, the players, the personnel – I think I'm going to give the the push to the Patriots. Um, I'm curious what you guys think. Mark, Sean, who do you think has a better offense in this matchup? I think Atlanta has a better offense. I mean, they just have more. God, I couldn't imagine Tom Brady slinging the ball to Julio Jones. Tom right. Brady slinging the ball to – I mean, handing the ball to Devontae Freeman. Running back advantage – Deion Lewis is not even close to Devontae Freeman. Deion Lewis is not close to Tevin Coleman. They, I mean, they, Atlanta has the two best running backs in this game. So out of the four running backs, we're going to see the top two are Atlanta players. Atlanta I, has, don't, I, don't, I, I think saying that Deion Lewis isn't close to Tevin Coleman is underselling Deion Lewis incredibly. Uh, he's, he's, I, I feel if you put either of those Atlanta guys on New England, Luke, you, you, Luke. you're – you're it's hard the Tom on Brady. D- yeah, yeah, but it's it doesn't, but it doesn't matter effect. because it doesn't matter if it's a Tom Brady effect. He's playing with Tom Brady, so if it's a Tom Brady effect, well, we're, saying if Brady, we're if saying if Brady is okay. making Dion, if you put it in a vacuum, that Deion Lewis versus Tevin Coleman, okay. But we got to talk about the respective systems that they're in. This is the perfect system for Deion Lewis, and he excels in it because he makes people miss very easily in space, and he is. I think he's. I think Devontae Freeman is the best running back in this game. I think Deion Lewis is a close member too. Oh a close number not, two uh, I don't agree They're, with dude, that. It's, one. Not close, here, 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 it's not even okay, close. Here's the thing. It's all semantics. It doesn't matter. Oh, come what on. New England can do from defensively versus the Atlanta guys versus the inability of what Atlanta can do to New England. This game isn't gonna prove out this debate at all. Because I think there's if there's one area that's the most concerning, it's the Atlanta defense. The back four are young are they going to know and be caught up in the moment? The linebackers are are young as well. I just, I think that is a really, really difficult matchup for Dan Quinn and his defense. I And we could talk like who's how well the Atlanta guys are going to do. Dion Lewis could have an unbelievable game just because of how they can run him out of different formations and, and, and uh, put him in motion out wide. And if, and if Deion Jones goes out there, that's an advantage Patriots. So he, he, Deion Lewis has every chance to succeed in this against this defense. So, uh, well, of course, kind of a he's, got the greatest, he's got the greatest quarterback ever to play, the greatest NFL player to ever play, Given handing it off to him and throwing the ball to him. Like, from a talent standpoint, he's not even close to Devontae Freeman or Tevin Coleman. These guys are fabulous. They're elite guys. They're awesome. They're lightening it up for these dudes. Deion Lewis works perfectly for the Patriots. Luke said it absolutely 100% right, and he could come out and have a good game, but from an overall talent standpoint, from speed, everything, you name it, power, agility, I mean, Deion Lewis is still coming off an injury, so he's not this explosive athlete that he might have been a year or a year, two years ago, and he did come off the streets. I mean, I don't know, I was a big proponent for the Browns not cutting him, if you guys remember that, uh, but the Browns cut him for Isaiah Correll, so he's perfect for the system, and it's working. So, that's the overall take from the running back position. Does that not mean like Eric Blunt's not that good or Deion Lewis is not that good? No, it doesn't at all. It just means I think Atlanta's elite at that position, and I think New England has some guys that just really fit the mold of what they want at those positions. All right. Well, let's do a little halftime here. First player on either team or on, on each team that you would think would score their first touchdown? Jerry, you go first. Jerry,
1: you go first. I. Super Bowl bet here. Super Bowl bet. First touchdown. I'm going to say the Falcons score first. And I'm going to say it's um, Levine T- Toliolo. If it was the Pats, who? What, what player would you take on the Pats? If it's How the Pats. Know, Bur- oh, my God, Burris. If it's the Pats. I'm I think going, Burris I'm,
0: had Toy Lolo starting on his fantasy team this year. No, but that's I, why he knows who he is. Because can we get a, can we get a side bet here for all of these? Can we get a halftime? Let's go through it. Not <laughs> I'm trying nice. without you being want a interrupted. Side bet on the bet.
1: Yeah, can we get in, <laughs> not getting interrupted if the if Pat score first? It's going to be Martellus Bennett. Oh,
0: Mark. Okay, I'll take if the Pat score Edelman, uh, and I'll take uh, if Atlanta scores Freeman. I like Edelman. Coleman. Really? I like Matt Bryant because the Patriots defense. Oh, ben come Ryan on. Bryant. No, we're not doing that. We're not, dude. Why stop not? this We're not doing this. You are such we're a, a touchdown. Bore. We're not Literally. doing this crap. Oh, the spread's 70, and he's talking about geek. field goals. Okay, I'll go. Um, Final Fantasy. Great game. I'll go Justin Hardy. Oh, my God. For the Falcons. <laughs> East Carolina and University. For the Patriots, we'll say Danny Amendola. I like Danny I, I, I Yeah, I, I could see that. I'll tell you what. I watched the the, the Patriots uh, Seahawks Super Bowl last night, and he had a beautiful touchdown. Yeah, that's great. Um, hey, make sure we're <laughs> writing. One of you two guys write this stuff down and post it yeah I, I'm yep. in the process of it I'm in the process of it so all right now we have get to ask you yeah. whatever the hell stupid thing that you no, have no what's Sean your about? Sean what are your calls, Sean I you already said a you so said it. so so Sean you mentioned um that your concern was the defense of the Atlanta Falcons being pretty much you know subpar and that could be the difference in the game
1: Sean Jerry, you know, I want to I bounce in on that for a second because I I th- I'm agreeing with you. I, th- I read something this week that was k- trying to compare Quinn's defense this year to the early version of the Legion of Boom before they kind of got no, the notoriety. They don't have true font. They I do don't, not have w- hold, hold on. I don't agree with what was said. I think I don't think they're even close. Who's the writer?
0: I want his name.
1: I have to go back. <laughs> I, have to go back. I have to go back, but I don't agree with him. I'm saying Quinn's defense is not even close to being anywhere near as good as they were in Seattle. I don't think they have the pass rush that's consistent besides Beasley. Um, they don't have the back four that's dominant the way that those guys were in Why Seattle. Why is I, Mark singing Eddie Money in the background? Because he's <laughs> in his own world when he's not talking.
0: This is I, uh, this Jerry. Is not- I agree with you totally. What I will say is, if you have True Font, and it, I think they're one pass rusher away. Yeah, like they, they, they're without True Font, and then what are you talking about? They're one Bennett pass player. rusher away. They're in the Super Bowl. No, I'm saying compared to the Legion of, of Boom. The whole point that Jerry was making, you idiot! <laughs> YouTube is just singing Eddie Money. That, that they word, ain't the Legion thing. of Boom, dude. They ain't the. This is we're dumb. We're not we're <laughs> you're oh just saying God. that. <laughs> you wasted I think time on I this. think if anybody if anybody's even comparing the Seattle defense to Atlanta's defense, you're just that's asinine. I mean, there's just there's just no question. They're not this. They're not exactly. even close to being the same team. They have the only thing that they are is they have this. Dan Quinn, that, that is the only thing. Name one happening. D-tackle on Atlanta's team that you know that's any good. Hageman. Hageman, Hageman. Cool. Hageman stinks, Sean. He, they, they almost, he is a rotational dude, Rashard Hageman. You told He's me to name case. one person. I named <laughs> one. <laughs> dude, you know him because of Hard Knocks, and he was a chunk. I didn't even I didn't watch that season. Chump. I didn't watch that season. Yes, but you, you did. You told chump. me you hated it. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> all right, so oh I God. guess the 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 resounding response here is is Atlanta's defense is the is the crutch of that team. All I'm right, calling I'm a timeout too. Hard knocks. Speaking of hard knocks, the Why Browns. Why are you Irish, using all this NFL guy, talk? The one guy I hated above Jeff Fisher on the whole damn show. The Browns hired him. Let that let that sink in. It still hasn't sunk in for me yet. We got that skunk-haired clown up there in Berea now talking all this stuff to Tony Grossi, both of those guys are dumpster fires. Burris, I want your take on Greg Williams. I want Burse's. Why I are we Jerry... talking about Greg Williams and the Browns? <laughs> because when because it's... We're we tired talked of... about deflated football for 15 the minutes. The Patriots 10 more PSU. Super Bowl appearances in the past five years and the Browns had wins last year. Why are we talking Browns right now? I just want Jerry Burse's Greg Williams take. Uh, Greg Williams. Give you 30 is... seconds. Greg Williams go. is
1: a dumpster fire inside of a methane <laughs> a meth lab that needs exploded by an a Iraqi missile. I can't stand the guy. It's going to be a year, maybe two years of just stupid coach speak that we have to listen to. And he's antiquated. He doesn't know how to reach players like today. I can't stand him. He's a terrible hire. Moving on. I, I, so you're are so so saying we can't really get any stocks on Thursday? Uh,
0: we should memorialize this. I. That's the. I agree with all the Osweiler, the Blake Bortles, Jacks the Jags love. I can't be more in agreement with Jerry Burris for one. What a new day! It's a new. So season. we're not getting any stops on. It's third down. No, no, we'll we be gotta worse. get the third down. We might not get the third down with this guy. <laughs> all right, can we talk about how winning football know, now? How did you not winning football? Jonathan know about-
1: by the way, when you came to D tackles for the Falcons.
0: I only needed to name one. That you, was the first one I thought of. Well, so speaking of coaching, which team has the advantage here? The Patriots? Oh, my over. God. God. Move on. Here's, here's, oh what a my, loaded a Luke. question. Luke,
1: <laughs> Luke just loves to throw it in our face. Thanks, Luke. Hey, guys, how beautiful is my wife? How beautiful is she?
0: Gorgeous. She's God. gorgeous. She's glowing right now. Six months pregnant. Glowing. <sighs> are you, Are you done
1: self-stroking here? My God.
0: Bro. No, everything he does is it <laughs> Who's a better tight end? Luke Grillier, or Jaron <laughs> Burris? Oh, uh, it's no question. Luke Grilly, I take him in a heartbeat. Fourth round fantasy football drafts, no question. Next. What I'll I hope I play you round one. <laughs> 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 All right. So I guess that, coach, that question went down the shit. Yeah, I'm just trying I'm just trying to start question. a conversation you here. You didn't even deserve a response. Well, guess what? A lot of the a lot of the hot sports takers out there in in uh, the internet name they, they ask stupid questions. Skip name, name one.
1: Skip well, who's, here's a
0: hot take right here, Grilly. Let's is hear. Matt Patricia or Josh McDaniels going to get a job outside of New England next no, year? No, they coach? would be. No, not not next year. God no, they're not leaving this well, year. Why? Why is Matt Patricia not talked about? He seems like a pretty good coach. I don't know to be honest. I I, I don't know. I I don't think he. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he is very. He's a he, he was studying to be a rocket scientist and chose to coach football and said, I think he's very content being a defensive
1: coordinator, to be perfectly honest. I, I think Matt
0: Patricia would be smart to just know his ceiling. That, yes. I, I, I agree with you there, Luke.
1: I yes. kind of like it, the fan theory that's out there that that both Patricia and, Ma- and McDaniel's are both brainwashed in some sort of religious cult <laughs> like Elron <Rock> Hubbard <laughs> is Belichick, and these guys don't actually, bring Scientology into this. That
0: I know yeah, we'll we're start getting, getting hate mail. That's a sound religion, Burris. That's sound. That's <laughs> that's built on empirical evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, here's the thing with McDaniel's. He's already failed once in Denver. I think if he goes anywhere, he wants to go somewhere with a great quarterback situation. I also still think that him and Belichick have a handshake agreement that Belichick's retiring in about three years, Brady might retire in about three years, and then the keys to the kingdom are McDaniels. I really think that's the case. Now the question is who's going to be the starting quarterback once Brady retires? Oh my god! And we heard about the rumors. Dude, about, we are uh, literally about, talking Robert about your backup, your your quarterback, three years from now. This is I mean, why there's so much questions discussed. You, you want to actually have? He's us mad talk about Greg Williams. Mark. He wants to have us talk about who the quarterback. 2020. The could 2020, be. Twenty twenty. Patriots. Twenty twenty. Twenty freaking twenty. You guys you know ask what? the question. I'm telling you what I'm hearing on the, on the, the airwaves. You might not even know. You might have a – hey, I heard there's a really good quarterback coach up the road in this place called Solon, and I heard he's got a guy, and he's going to be a stud, and he might just go to New England, and there might just be an old Jerry Burris connection, might come up there, coach it up. Who knows? Like Who knows? That. I like that. Bring him on up. Bring him on up. Maybe we can do this face-to-face instead of via Skype so I can slap him when he makes terrible hot takes. Um, so, okay, coaching question. That's Did out of there the would door. Be anything more pretentious than Jerry Burris in New England? Oh, <laughs> my
1: God. Craft beers. It's my, my home away from home. Big <laughs> fan oh of Boston. God.
0: Guys, I can tell you this right now. He was at home when we were in Vermont. Handlebar mustache. Smooth. <laughs> Pumping himself Roll full of g- Ben and Cherries <laughs> and Ben and Just <laughs> disgusting. Having some clam chowder. I'm, I'm going to be with Ruth standing over the egg while he's grilling up some meat. <laughs> All right, so we have Super Bowl MVP odds. So let's talk about these real quick. The favorite to win Super Bowl is Tom Brady at plus 100, looking at, uh, or actually looking at Bookmaker, whatever that is, plus 175. Matt Ryan's at plus 325, and then after the quarterbacks, you get into some of the uh, the receivers, running backs, tight ends. Julio Jones plus 2,000. Julian Edelman plus 4,000. Uh, Mark, your boy, Devontae Freeman, plus 3,500. Tevin Coleman plus 6,000. I do not see Deion Lewis on this list, so maybe that says something. So, gentlemen. Oh, there's Dion Lewis. He's actually got better odds than uh, Devontae Freeman. He's at plus thirty five hundred. So, anyways, Mark, oh my gosh. If you had to make a good bet here, who is your bet? Is it a is it a dark horse or is it a favorite? Who's your who are you putting your money on for Super Bowl MVP? With the if if, if they they score. 70 points both teams you got to think the quarterbacks are going to get the majority of the bets but I don't know if you're going to make these bets I feel like me and Burst have been making these bets for 10 years oh
1: yeah but if you're going to make up. these
0: oh yeah if you're going to make these bets try to dig for some for some underdogs like the Devontae Freeman Tevin Coleman the one thing Tem and Coleman has been able to get this season are high touchdown games if Tevin Coleman gets a three or four touchdown game like, it's going to be hard-pressed to maybe take someone else over him. So, I mean, Tevin Coleman's not a bad look. Devontae Freeman's not a bad look from Atlanta. From New England's side, like, I like Edelman just because he'll play the game where people like, and, and they'll be, like, talking about him. Like, he plays, like, he's going to die. And <laughs> if he can if he can get two touchdowns and maybe 200 yards, he's, he could be your MVP like that. So, you know, he might have an, a look. Martellus Bennett's too hurt, I think, to be able to get up, you know, and make some explosive plays. Everything that he's going to get is just here, Brady doing it. So I would say maybe Edelman on, on the offensive side, uh, for new England and I'll say Devante and, uh, so plant your Evan flag Cohen. in one of them. If you had to choose one, who is it? We're, we're keeping track of this. Uh, there's going to be too much Brady talk with the flight gate. So that I think that'll hurt Edelman. I think I'll go with, uh, I think I'll go with uh, Tevin Coleman because he has better odds than Devontae, right? Yes, he does. Yeah, like yeah, I'll take Tevin Coleman as a, long, as a long shot. Sean, who do you got? Uh, I, it, the quarterbacks. I'll go Brady. I, just, I think if they win, the writers are going to have a hell of a fun time with the whole Goodell and, and Brady getting the MVP on top of it. Uh, I think it'll be too enticing to turn down even if it's close. Hogan could be a sleeper just because if he catches too long catches, uh, particularly for touchdowns, that that's a play. But I just – Brady's over under 24 completions. He gets over that. He throws for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. He's going to be the MVP. Jerry, who do you got?
1: I mean, the obvious pick is Brady. Well, Mark eats his chips on the microphone. Um, <laughs> but – the one guy, the once, the one thing
0: I think—that's a rumor. That's not true. That's a rumor, <laughs>
1: allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. that was not me. That was
0: not me. The oh, one, God. Sarah, stop eating your chips. The Sarah's one- not here. Sarah's not here. She's working. She's making money. All
1: right, it's go on, Jerry. I think anybody outside of Brady is going to need to <laughs> score twice. Um, whether that's Hogan, whether that's Bennett, whether that's uh, Julio Jones, they're going to have to score two touchdowns. And the only guy I think that is able to do that, and I just don't think his team's going to win, is Julio Jones. I don't think they can give it to Matt Ryan unless he, he throws for four touchdowns um, and spreads it out a little bit. So it's either Brady or it's Julio Jones, but I'm, I'm going Brady here. It's not the I'll sexy say, okay, pick. And if but Julio
0: gets two touchdowns knowing what Belichick's going to try and do to him, yeah, he really would have had a hell of a game. He
1: earned it big time, absolutely. So, But I think the, the obvious pick, if, if gambling was legal, I'd put my money on uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna defend his honor as I did
0: earlier. This oh guy God. can score from anywhere on the field. We saw it in the Houston game where he had three touchdowns Matt Bryant? three different ways. Deion Lewis is did my this pick. dude have like eleven He's yards scoring. in the championship game. Like it, let hey, That's correct, right? He had like fifteen yards total. Belichick Belichick it saved him for the Super Bowl. He He's unleashed a tad him in the behind divisional. Devontae Freeman. He unleashed him in the divisional round and he's going to let him loose in the Super Bowl. Deion Lewis is a tad behind Devontae Freeman, and he's going to be winning the GMC truck or whatever the MVP gets this year. I got him going on, and I'm I'm looking forward to him outplaying Tevin Coleman on Sunday as the Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with Why do you got to go there? We don't need the prediction. We didn't but even yeah, ask he for the spoiled prediction. it. He, it's he called a segue. It. It's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Mark, it's a segue. Maybe you'd know if you studied broadcasting and mass communication no, the segue, Walls at- College. The segue right now is we give the third quarter break to one Jerry Burr so he can do one uh-huh. minute on Tom House. Can go we ahead,
1: Did you know Tom House caught Hank Aaron's record-setting home run ball in the bullpen, by the way? Did you know that people Did are not. wondering who the hell does Tom anyone ha- know who Tom house no. is by the way,
0: Tom house is Peyton Manning's quarterback coach in uh, Indianapolis. Correct? No, you incorrect. To Tom no you're you, thinking you, you Tom. Got 45 Moore. seconds.
1: Tom, Tom, How- Tom house is the quarterback whisper. He's fixed tons of people's deliveries. He's essentially made Tom Brady into a 40 year old quarterback. He's probably going to drive him into his 44th year. Uh, and he's fixed he's Matt the anti
0: George Whitfield.
1: Yes, he is. He's, he actually uses science. Um, he fixed Matt Ryan. Remember, Matt Ryan couldn't throw to his left in short? I mean, he was spiking the ball off the ground about three yards in front of the receivers. He fixed both of them. Th- these guys are good friends Ryan can you- and Brady. <laughs> this might be the most boring thing about this podcast, but I think it's the most interesting because Tom House should be Does there he getting use a ring.
0: brooms to act as defenders' <sighs> hands? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's George,
1: awesome. Whitfield. That's George uh, Whitfield. That's George Whitfield. That's uh, George Whitfield. Luke, can
0: you play. Uh, Coldplay fix you
1: in the background while Burst <laughs> continues to talk. <laughs> he's he's my favorite QB guru out of all of them. That, uh, <laughs> Aww, your
0: time's done talking. About no, you. no. Keep going. I want to hear this. I like it, this. This is hot. Taste.
1: Riveting. Anytime you guys want to come over, we'll pop an IPA. We'll talk some Tom House. Throw some YouTube videos of him working out with Matt Ryan and uh, go to town. You're
0: gonna need a hell of a lot harder drugs for <laughs> you to come over. Oh,
1: you'll, you'll be going to town for sure,
0: there, boys. <laughs> Watching highlights of Tom House on YouTube. Oh, Wait, he's not even—he's
1: not even a quarterback. He was a pitcher, former Boston Red Sox too. Well, first. Oh of my God. My God. <laughs> oh my. All right, God. So exactly. heading into we're into
0: the fourth so, quarter now. Let's go. Home quarter. So we got picks here. I already gave out my picks, Sean. Let, well let, the rec- let the record state, when Luke asked for Super Bowl picks, who picked the Super Bowl, gentlemen? Who picked it? Congratulations. Tom gentlemen. House he did. Tom House <laughs> did. <laughs> no, Tom House didn't do it. I did it. Yet again, not only did I win the regular season because of the cheating of one Jerry Burris, in That's my opinion, ch- I won the picks for the Super Bowl, and I'm taking New England. I like New England. A 31, Atlanta 24, like the under. Okay. We'll go with Mark here because Mark didn't pick anybody that's in the Super Bowl right now. He picked Pittsburgh over Dallas. So, Mark, who do you got in this game? The Monday Night Man, please. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this NFL season, I can't wait till it's over. (laughs) <laughs> There's only one way for me to pick here, guys. Yeah, and you yeah, know yeah. it, and I all know it. And it's the only well, way where I can talk shit Pittsburgh for Steelers. the next seven months. <laughs> and the only way I can talk shit for the next seven months, guys, is if I roll out with an Atlantic Falcons W. I'll take the Ooh, Atlanta contrarian. Falcons 41, New England Patriots 26.
1: You are I <laughs> a, drubbing. a drubbing. You think the
0: Patriots <laughs> lose by 15 points and a uh, Atlanta to score forty-one points against them. Yeah, I might be you. high. He I got, got, a, high take for I, you. I got a I got. I am hot take so happy you. you're saying this because you were so bad at everything football this year. This makes me so happy. This this just he hey, tells me. Why does he sound like a valley girl with. I, so, I know. I am very excited. My daughter's Listen. college fund. On the Patriots, minus three right now because Ooh, you hey, are you know what I'm gonna higher. do. I like that I'm bet. gonna take your daughter's fun and I'm gonna keep it because I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go Mormon and I'm gonna grab her. I'm gonna <laughs> get her a nice little house and we're gonna have our little settlement. <laughs> wow. So I ain't worried about that. You've touched okay? on Scientology, Mormonism,
1: <laughs> yeah, the <bro>. Bible.
0: <laughs> yes, Next. and I got another hot take for you You're guys. Religious. I got a Vic Beasley coming off the edge. And Tom Brady's knees hurt, and we're going to see Jimmy G suck it up. And I have Future, to I can finally, stop hearing, I can finally stop hearing about this guy with a noodle arm and that his system only is any good. He's no good. The Browns aren't trading for him. And tell him to go play Division Three football. Okay? Jerry, do you understand what's going to happen That's here over take, the next baby. like three weeks? That's a hot pig. Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl. They're probably going to win by 20. Mm -hmm. They're going to trade Jimmy G to the Cleveland Browns, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Jimmy G is going to come to Cleveland Browns, and he will. Mark will have one thing right. He'll stink for the Cleveland Browns. But This is what – Mark has set this up disastrously for Cleveland Browns fans. (laughs) But guess what? If it works out for my my, – it's great. If the Falcons win the Super Bowl, I'm – it all doesn't matter because I picked the Falcons. Here's hey, Sean, if it works out for him. It's great. After after all this talk about how Pittsburgh's so good, and then they got their ass yeah. beat by the Patriots, just like Monday he, night he'll night be Monday. right. He'll be you know right. Because hey, man, it? I'm sorry. The Monday you know Night Man do? has been all Monday Night Money? You know he what I'm going to do? complete sentences. He's not even <laughs> – <laughs> the coherent thoughts are lacking. Hey, if I it's went to Super Bowl ear issue, he can't see straight. <laughs> hey, can I talk to Jesus. Jerry Burris really quick? Hey, Jerry, what do I got to do to change my name to to Super Bowl Money?
1: If oh, I hit this, God. I'm going to go
0: su- – <laughs> SBM is my initials, baby. Super oh, the, Bowl money.
1: I think if the Falcons like, win – You're a BM I, for sure. I, I think yeah, he's Fa-
0: SBM sucking big
1: men. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the Falcons win, Luke should have to get a tattoo of SBM on his body somewhere. Marker. I, Marker. Just Marker. Marker. Hannah. I'll, Hannah. I want I'll, Hannah. I'll, oh, you're, OK. If I – yes. If, if
0: the Atlanta Falcons win – the Super Bowl. I will get a henna tattoo of S B M over my heart, and I want the yes to be a dollar sign. Absolutely. Now, what are you going to do for me? <laughs> you guys aren't No, I've already got tax this year. You got to put your money <laughs> where I your mouth I, is. Your is in the Super Bowl. I, I don't want to hear it. Wait, I win bets. So the fact that I win bets means that if if you lose a bet, that you don't have to do anything. How about you a get bet? out a how how of picture? How about you stop ups. sucking? I'm Man. looking at a you beautiful know what? We picture should go back of Jerry to Burris Howell. right now, right <laughs> on my innocuous. right, it right above my television. Because you lost the bet yet again, exactly, exactly. Well, put and your I, money where your mouth is. If you know Engl- if you want to bet your daughter's college fund, then what's a henna tattoo, big boy? Put your money told, where your mouth is. I just told you I would get a henna tattoo on my chest. What are you going to do if the Patriots win? I don't need to do anything because you already know they're going to win. So it's automatic, ah. right? But, it's God, automatic. That's that's how that's bets work, in Mark Cushing's life. Okay, okay, that's sad. You are just do it a for show the podcast, history. Luke. Oh. We'll talk offline about what we're going to do, and we'll tweet <laughs> it out. No, no, we're, that's we're, it's a head of tattoo. Yeah, yeah he, who who was Mark's Atlanta first TD? Edelman and who else? Who was Atlanta's guy? First who did one? you say? Who first TD was Freeman, and I want a falcon in the background, Luke, like a beautiful falcon, a red one with SBM in the middle. Make it look nice. I I feel like the henna tattoos uh, artistry. Jerry, can you draw that up? Can you draw that up, Jerry? Consider it. Can we get a picture of of Mark having the Jerry thing up? We haven't gotten any confirmation on this at the at the lock. Oh, I saw. it. What are you talking about? It's been tweeted. Uh, You must not check your Twitter. I, I'm just – we'll figure something out off Marcus. You are – You must not be very confident in your country. team. That's what I think. Oh, I'm very, I'm very confident, but it's no fu- – it, listen. Yes, the Super Bowl is going to be fun <gasps> enough. Yes, the Biggers win their fifth Super Bowl, and I'm going to just rub it in your face. But there still has to be something demeaning that happens to you. That's just the way bets happen, and that's the way bets go with 30-plus-year-old men, okay? Simple I as that. I sent you a $20 Isn't this not a great? gift card. Dude, because bean, you dude. lost a bet. <laughs> You lost a bet. So, of course, you sent me a $20 gift card to McDonald's, you fat fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got to cut it. Man. Hey, well, <laughs> anybody that out. seen the Steve Adazio v- video? Hey, for the listeners that don't know my dude body bean, type, dude. I weigh 174 pounds. So, let's just make sure they yeah, understand And you're about 5'3". I'm five foot nine, and I'll roll your ass up in a tortilla any day of the week. Not anymore, boy. Mr. Achilles, you lost dude, all your dude. athleticism. You ain't you're crazy. Anymore. Hey, <laughs> you're a don't swimmer. jump off a diving board. Go jump off a diving
1: board.
0: Yeah, you are a swimmer. I, I am a swimmer, but damn it, I'm a CrossFitter too. Take oh that. my God, folks, we've heard it here first. That's CrossFitter the the is episode. now a title. We're done. You flip a couple <laughs> tires over. <and> all <laughs> of sudden, Oh you're my all God, playing. this guy thinks he's athletic. He thinks he's athletic. This is the same guy that couldn't get off a of press at a Division three school in intramurals, guys, in flag football. This is the same, the, this the same guy. You to weren't each other in intramurals. What are you talking this about? This is the same guy that we had to ah. kick off our A team in intramurals and send him down to the B squad oh. because he could not shoot the ball. He was a cancer and wanted it. And I'm, I'm Dennis Rodman. I'm all about rebounds. Ask him where he played on the softball team in college. Guess what? Right field had Luke's tattoo on it. SVM. Your
1: <laughs> played one game. I had played one game. All
0: right. Well, this has been great. Uh, Jerry, I think we still need your Super Bowl pick.
1: Well, I, I t- I'm taking New England, but Luke's really annoying me. I might be switching midweek if he keeps this shit up. Let's um, go, Burry- no. Jerry. Not going to really? happen. I think with, I bet with my mind, not with my heart. I'm not making any stupid moves here. I'm taking the, uh, the pats. Uh, uh but I'd like the under. I am a fan of the under here. I think it's going to be. Why don't be a you just bit, give us a score? We'll gonna, do the math. I'm going to go a little uh, under here. I'm going to go a 24 to 13 pats victory. Wow. I like that. Low score. I like that.
0: That's a double down on the under. All, oh, right. all right. Well, that's, uh, are you going to put a bow on this, Luke, or do yeah, I need to, to, I'm gonna, to take I'm gonna this take, train wreck off and, and repark it? Luke, I'm are you okay? This up, We're going to give I'm you a gonna final word here. To, I'm going to take this episode out to pasture right now and put a bullet in it, okay? Uh, find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast. On Facebook, Neverending Glory Podcast. Send us emails, podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send me congratulatory emails as the Patriots win their first Super Bowl, I will gladly accept those. Find us on iTunes, subscribe to us there. Rate us, tell all your friends. And uh, check us out on SoundCloud as well. And, of course, drink your Buckeye vodka this weekend as we watch Super Bowl 51. And, again, the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. And that's a known fact, Jack. All right, we're out of here. Let's end, the, let's end it. Done. We're done. I'm like LeBron James, airing out. Airing yeah, you out Luke Grilly's. You Luke, bit. Luke, Luke, airing out. Luke Grilly's dirty laundry. Get this Get on the my, end of the episode. You're All are dirty laundry. Get off my Wikipedia. <laughs>